is nothing wrong with your computer. Do not attempt to adjust the podcast. We are controlling the transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. Podcasting on a shoestring budget and changing the world one freak at a time. It's the B-Movie Cast with your host, Vince Rotolo. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 266 of Monster Kid Radio. I am your host, writer-producer Derek M. Cook. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a little bit different than normal. Normally, we cover the classic and sometimes not-so-classic genre cinema of yesteryear, but this week, we are going to pay tribute to somebody who also did that for 10 years. Last week, we unfortunately lost longtime podcaster, the prince of podcasting, Vince Rotolo. It was unexpected, and I wanted to provide a space for people to talk about that and maybe memorialize and pay tribute to Vince. So I'm opening up my podcast for that this week. I put the call out on Facebook, and we got a number of voicemails, we got a handful of emails, and I'm going to share my thoughts as well during this episode. The emails that came in are being read by my wife, Brenda. And I'm going to pepper those throughout the episode with the voicemails. I'm also going to play a few movie trailers, trailers for movies that I know Vince really enjoyed. I actually went through the archives, and anytime I saw the phrase, favorite from childhood, I earmarked those. and wanted to pull those trailers out, and I'll play those in this episode as well. Because of the special nature of this episode this week, the format's going to be a little different than what I normally do. But I think you'll understand. Well, hello, Monster Kid Radio. First time I've called and left you a message, and my uh, my voice is quite cracked at the moment, so I apologise. I sound a bit croaky. Um, obviously, just devastated by this week's news, so I wanted to call you as I saw you were doing a show where you'd be talking about Vince. I'm hoping um, that you've been able to put together some kind of a highlight reel of some of Vince's uh, funniest moments. Um, what would be great, and maybe I'll do it one day if I've got the time, is to put together a reel of all the times Vince tried to say Stanley Kubrick and just put that on. Um, <laughs> just a, you know, a long compilation of those uh, would be very funny. Um, Vin, I've listened to lots of... I've tried lots of different movie podcasts, and I always came back to the B-Movie cast because... I'd, I'd listen to an episode of another show and think, well, this is rubbish. And listen to the B-movie cast, you know, like when Vince would go on a break and I'd have to find something else to listen to for a few weeks. And they were just never as good. Vince somehow managed to get it just right, um, seemingly by accident. You know, he made it seem like, he, I don't know, that his show was so professional, yet at the same time he gave off the persona of being the sort of bumbling amateur, which was just really sort of personable, you know. Um, whereas clearly he had the equipment and he was really skilled and he was good enough that he could have got his show syndicated and been on the airwaves. Um, and I don't know what, so somehow he managed to make it seem like he was in his bedroom and he was just playing around with all this gear and whatever but at the same time his show was actually very well crafted and polished and he had a clear structure to the show every week and he had all his little you know his bank of 
sound effects buttons, whether it would be Zardos or Manos or or whatever it was. Um, you know, he had quite. He, he really knew what he was doing. You know, and how many other podcasters could do it every week and create a three-hour show every single week, more or less. For I mean, he was coming up. Well, this is like nine years now since he started. It's just quite an achievement, and he was a very quiet and humble and a lot of his friends i mean like friends in real life didn't even know that this is what he did for a hobby you know <laughs> um like we all know him for the show but he had a lot of friends who didn't know that's what he did he was like it's like a little secret we're part of we were part of vince's other life um so i'm really sad that this has happened and this that it happens so, so suddenly I was in communication with him just two days earlier. I was going to go on the show next week to talk about um, a French Euro spy movie called OSS 117. And Vince had tried to get me on the show a few times this year. And every time it was on a Sunday when I just couldn't do it, had other commitments. And I really regret it because I loved going on the show. And I was always looking forward to going on it again. And I feel like it's been a while since I was last on the show. I can't even remember the last one I did. Um, and I would have loved to have gone on it every week, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I loved going on and just chatting with Vince and Mary and Nick and Juan and, you know, just being part of that. So very sad. Really feel bad for Mary. Um and also, of course, at some point down the line, she's faced with what to do with all of that stuff that Vince has collected that she's probably not that interested in keeping. I know that I've had this conversation. Uh, I'm now, I'm laughing because I can sympathise because I've had this conversation with my wife several times over the years when she's looked in despair at my own DVD mountain or, you know, all my vinyl, or uh, my library of books. And, you know, like, if I die, what is she going to do with all this crap? We've sort of talked about it jokingly, and now I've thought... So I had that thought this week, I thought, poor Mary's at some point... I don't know, maybe, well, maybe she'll want to keep everything. I mean, I, I'm, it's not for me to judge, it's not a judgement at all. I'm just sort of sympathising with that side of things as well. It's got to just be so hard to know how you cope and how you move on or you know i don't know i don't really know what i'm talking about i'm not qualified to to talk about how mary must feel but i can just sympathize with all the different things that she must be must be going through her head at the moment and i'm just really i don't know if mary's going to listen to this show maybe it's too hard maybe it'll all be too painful but maybe one day uh she will and she'll know that uh all our love is going out to her and how sad we are <clears throat> but also you know how grateful we are to Vince and for what he did for the sort of B-movie community you know he created a community all these people know each other and are friends with each other that wouldn't have done if it wasn't for Vince and in his own quiet sort of humble self-effacing way he really created something that was a lot more than the sum of its parts. Um, and we're very grateful for that, and we'll miss him. 
Okay, I'm going to go now because my voice is almost completely gone. But thank you, Derek, for putting the show together. Um, it might take me a while to pluck up the strength to listen to it as well, actually. I still haven't listened to the last episode of the B-Movie cast. I hadn't got round to it um, yet. When I got the message yesterday, it was on my, it's on my phone. And now that I know that's the last ever podcast, I don't know if I can listen to it. Um, maybe one day, but okay. Anyway, I'm rambling now a little bit, so I'm going to go. So, uh, thanks very much and goodbye. Well, good morning, um, everybody. Um, this is Mel from Seattle and uh, I feel like I'm, uh, sending another voicemail off to Vince, um, as I have so many times over the past several years. Um, Derek, thank you very much for giving the B-Movie cast uh, community a chance to voice their grief uh, for the passing of um, a podcast legend, a great husband to Mary Rotolo, and my friend. Uh, Vince was a, uh, was a great guy. Um, I got to know him pretty well the last couple of years. Uh, it was it was very fortunate for me to get to meet uh, Vince a couple of years ago uh, when he encouraged me to come to Monster Bash after <clears throat> calling into his show for the past few years. And uh, we hit it off. Uh, he was so nice and such a great guy. And um, of course, you know, when I say we hit it off, I come to realize that's how Vince was with everybody. Um, he hit it off with everybody, made everybody feel like his best friend. And um, the same goes for his amazing wife, Mary. Uh, that um, <clears throat> uh, Mary, I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, you know, the first thing I thought about when Vince passed was, gosh, how is Mary doing? Um, to see those two together, uh, you knew they were meant to be together. Uh, they were like peas in a pod. <clears throat> and um, just uh, wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I, I don't know what to say uh, other than uh, the B-Movie cast has been part of my life for so many years now that I can't even imagine what it will be like without it. And I hope that somehow the B-Movie cast will live on. Um, I think that's what Vince would have wanted. Uh, he built up such an amazing community um, with his B-Movie cast, which is what set it apart from everything else. There is no other uh, podcast that is remotely close to what the B-Movie cast has accomplished. And, of course, that's no disrespect to you, Derek. Um, Monster Kid Radio was wonderful. Um, but uh, to all the people that I've met at Monster Bash and... Uh, Tom and Wolfie and Christopher and Skip and Paul the Mailman and, uh, of course, the two co-hosts, uh, Nick and Juan. You know, I called Juan um, this morning and uh, we shared our grief together. And uh, uh, my heart goes out to everybody. We all love Vince. And um, Mary, if you're listening, if there's anything I can do for you, please don't hesitate. Um you know, Vince and I 
Uh, we're making plans to get together after the bash this year. Um, I was going to bring my wife, Anne, and um, Vince and I, and Anne and Mary, we're all going to get together and um, spend some time after the bash in Pittsburgh exploring comic book shops and Phipps Conservatory and all kinds of things. And we were so looking forward to that. And um, to see his life cuts tragically short like this is is just, I, you know, it's beyond my comprehension how, how devastating a loss this is. But I hope the cast continues somehow. Um, the community that he has built up is his legacy. And uh, Mary, you should be so proud of what he, what he was able to accomplish. Anyway, um, I can't think of anything else to say right now. And um, very, very sorry for everybody's loss. And uh, I hope um, I will still be going to the bash along with my wife. And I hope uh, that all the B-movie cast community members that show up, um, we can all get together and pay a tribute to Vince there. Vince, I know you're up there um, hanging out with Lugosi and Karloff and uh, Price and Harryhausen and all the rest. And uh, I loved you dearly. And take care, brother. Hello, Derek, fellow fans, friends. Like many of you, I was saddened to hear about Vince. I'm a fairly new listener to the show, but I wanted to say that my heart goes out to his family, friends, and listeners. I've continued to listen to old episodes as I watch many of the movies that were covered on the show. I'm thankful for this record of moments. I laugh along and smile as he shares a laugh with a guest or co-host, and I'm happy to have that, but it's hard to think about him being gone. Vince created something truly special with the podcast, a community, a place for fans to gather and share in something that they love. Many of us built friendships from this online and off, something we take for granted sometimes in this more and more disconnected world. That is a beautiful thing. Goodbye, Vince. I know many people will keep you alive in their hearts. Take care, friends. Clancy P. This hand points the way to an experience human eyes have never before seen. Earlier this evening, I saw what looked like a small meteor drop into the desert not far from here. You mean it could have been a spaceship? Robert Clark is the scientist caught between vicious gangsters and the astounding sea monster. Here is a power that frightens the deer in the forest, terrifies fearless dogs, a woman so intriguing that her face and figure fascinate every man. The woman whose warmth consumes. But the astounding she-monster is no more to be feared than beasts of our own underworld. In case you get any more cute ideas, If you're not too afraid, make a date with the woman you'll never forget. A woman impervious to bullets. Hello, Derek. This is Joust from the Ocala, Florida area. It's been a while since I've been able to speak to you. 
or even email you, and I do apologize for that. I've had some serious illness in my family for the last eight months, actually. I, uh, it's now a Monday morning, and I just found out about the terrible news just last night, about 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I was wondering why there was not a new podcast up for events, and I don't know, something, it's usually up by 3.30 Eastern Time or so, and, um, I checked a few times, it wasn't up, and I just had a feeling, wow, I wonder if something could possibly be really wrong, and uh, I hit a few of Vince's uh, most frequent contributors, and sure enough, there were several tribute mentions and tribute pages up for, for events. Uh, it's been a terrible year for, for losses of very um, interesting and uh, creative people, people that have um, really meant a lot to, to my enjoyment uh, in the number of years, like Bowie and, uh, to a lesser degree, Prince. Even a guy like Merle Haggard, who was a, a giant in country music. And uh, Vince is uh, a giant in this uh, world of podcasting. And he had a, uh, a kind of an unconscious genius. You know, he sounded clumsy at times and uh, a little scattered, but there was just something about him that was so magnetic and uh, it drew you in, so warm, so utterly down to earth, without a hint of pretense. And uh, of course, I love the whole gang. I love your show too, Derek. And uh, you know, I've been looking at uh, my family. My father has some serious problems, health wise, and. Uh, of course, when things like this uh, happen, you have to kind of refocus and be sure that you appreciate every moment with people that you really care about. And um, I wish I could have met Vince, but um, he will never be forgotten. And thank God for his uh, great catalog. All right, Derek. God bless us all, and uh, I hope to speak to you soon. Hello, Derek fellow Monster Kids and B-Movie Cast fans. This is Christopher from Warfarin Entertainment calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. I want to thank you, Derek, for giving us all a chance to share our thoughts and memories of the late Vince Rotolo. His passing was, to say the least, a surprise to everyone and has shaken me a bit more than I would have expected. I've only been listening to the B-Movie Cast for a couple of years. I'll admit that when I started, I found the lack of editing and long-windedness of the show a little annoying. Yeah, but at some point, and I'm not sure when this happened, I discovered that instead of frustrating me, I actually looked forward to it. Two to three hours a week, I began to feel that I'd gotten to know everyone on the show and the many folks who would write or call in. I started making lists of all the films that Nick, Juan, or Vince would mention in their discussions. Uh, how many of us have a stack or two of DVDs or long lists that were created the same way? I'm guessing all of us. Last July, I got the chance to meet Vince at the 2015 Monster Bash. Overheard a familiar voice from behind me. Turning around, I was face-to-face -face with Vince and Mary Rotolo. A brief introduction turned into a lengthy conversation, and most of the weekend at the side of this incredible duo. After that weekend, my fate as an avid listener was sealed. Never again would a week go by that I wouldn't get a visit from everyone at the B-Movie Clubhouse. I don't think I can say much else about the man that has not already been said by everyone that knew him in whatever capacity. 
He was kind, generous, and his love for all things B was infectious. You know, I've paraphrased a line or two from Peter Pan once or twice while speaking about him on Facebook. I didn't do so without rhyme or reason. He was proof that to grow older doesn't always mean you have to grow up. You can carry a childlike love and fascination of whatever it is you enjoy without guilt or regret. We are all part of his clubhouse. How do you get there? Well, it's the second start of the right and on till morning. Now I'll be off. I've made some time to watch some B-movies, and I need to go grab my beer and TV dinner. Ciao. Vince was one of the most genuinely knowledgeable, enthusiastic, funny, engaging, generous, and kind human beings I have had the honor of knowing. While I never had the opportunity to meet him in the flesh, the genuine joy he brought every Sunday on the podcast, and in our little conversations about film, vinyl, cultural stuff— and the advantages of lager over ale will truly be missed. It was a truly great honor when he asked me to co-host a recent B-Movie Cast episode on the classic 1970s Soviet science fiction film, Solaris. We were just talking about the possibility of having me on again, perhaps to talk about one of the East German sci-fi films or Eastern Bloc Westerns, only two days before his passing. Alas, that is never to be. Deepest and most sincere sympathies to Mary, Nick, Juan, and the entire B-movie community. Sundays will unfortunately never be the same. Rest in peace, B-movie comrade. Das Vidanya. Matthew K. Colonel, the message is, Mars needs women. These were the words that startled the world. This was the reason for an invasion that shocked the Earth. Martians, beings from outer space, with one prime objective. Women, Earth women, to help repopulate their dying planet, to bring new blood to an ancient civilization. Beauty and the beasts, only the beasts were men, Martian men, every woman checked and double-checked, only the most perfect, the most beautiful. Is Earth to be ravished because Mars needs women? As I ponder and mourn the passing of our dear friend Vince, I compare it, in my mind, to the closing of a childhood clubhouse, a place we would meet and shoot the breeze and talk about what we saw during the week, a place we never wanted to leave, but time and life got in the way, and we eventually parted ways. And now that we have experienced adulthood and found it lacking, we want to go back. Vince provided that for us through the B-movie cast, and now that he is gone, I sense a great loss as the voices of Nick, Mary, Juan, Rich, Steve from Cannonsburg, Mark, Adrian, Steve, Sullivan, Rod from the Nashi cast, and many others too numerous to mention also drift away, Missed but never forgotten. Part of me feels, why does it have to end? Surely someone can take up the mantle, pick up the torch, and continue to be movie cast. I have provoked television in the past, even I could do it. But it is then, when I think that, that I realize the humble greatness of our friend Vince. When I consider the time he took, the sacrifice he made, to produce the cast week after week, you can see he had a love for B-movies and us that I doubt any of us can match. 
I don't have time, energy, and dedication to keep the B-movie cast going. I doubt any of us do, but to the, not to the level that Vince did. It is that infectious love he had that makes his passing so painful. We will truly miss you, Vince. Thanks for being a part of our lives and sharing that love with us. This is Kenny in San Luis, Santa Tito. Thanks, Derek, for allowing us to do this, and we'll be hearing from you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Vince. We never met, but you gave me so much. Your B-Movie Cast Clubhouse gave me weekly conversation and social circle that, even though I didn't participate, I've cherished and depended on for nearly a decade. Mary, so sorry for your loss. One cannot even fathom what you're going through. I'm scrambling to download all the episodes of B-Movie Cast, but Sundays will always be missing something from now on. Something all the B-Movies, beers, and TV dinners can't replace. Jason S. Hey everyone, this is Scott Morris from the Disney Indiana Podcast, and I wanted to add my voice to the legions of fans who are saddened by the sudden loss of Vince Rotolo from the Piedmont of South Carolina. The B-Movie cast was a fixture on my iPod for years and a great influence on my podcasting and movie watching as well. I started listening to the show when it was just Vince and Nick talking about the film and enjoyed the additions of Mary and Juan along the way. I have truly lost count of the number of movies that I've watched and become a fan of just because of hearing about them on the B-Movie cast, and for that I will always be thankful. Now, listening to Vince's shows, he was one of the first podcasters that not only played audio of movie trailers, but other commercials and recordings that fit in with that B-movie vibe, a technique that I've borrowed on my show quite a few times, and I will forever be thankful and thinking of Vince when I add one of those to a future show. Now, I was uh, lucky enough to put together a couple of music shows that actually went out on the B-movie cast during the outage periods. And I even got to record an episode with Nick, but I will always be saddened that I did not have a chance to record directly with Vince. I'm going to miss not having a B-Movie cast on Monday morning when I start work. I'm also going to miss not having the the contest to try to picture uh, where that uh, still that he posted out there, what movie it was from, that uh, was things that just made my week. My thoughts and pixie dust go out to Mary, Nick, and Juan and the wonderful B-Movie cast family that has sprung up around this show. Vince, you will be missed here, but wherever you are, I'm sure you've got your, your beer, your TV dinner, and a large stack of movies to watch that you need to get to. Thank you. Vince, you'll be missed. Hello, Derek. Joe Leiden here. Uh, just dropping you a quick line. Um, you know, I sat down tonight to listen to the latest episode of... 1951 down place and heard your very sad news of the passing of Vince Rotolo and very sad news. I mean, I was in shock when I heard it. That was really came out of nowhere. And, um, you know, I didn't even know what a podcast was until I found the B movie cast. And, um, it was the first podcast I ever subscribed to. And, you know, Derek, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I found your show by listening to the B-Movie cast. I think I found your show when you were uh, doing the, your other podcast way back, uh, Mail Order Zombie, I believe you were on there with them years back. And I know you've been on quite a few times. And uh, it was one of those shows, man, just like yours. I, I, I looked forward to and listened to it every week. And over the years, I've written in and I've recorded voicemails just like I do with you. And 
and I've won his contest a few times over the years, and um, he's really going to be a real gentleman. Has passed, and he's really going to be missed. And for uh, Mary and the rest of his family, you know, he's, there's a whole army of fans in podcasting land that are really going to miss him. And I know uh, Nick and Juan lost a good friend too. And you know, my condolences go out to to all of them. And it's really some very very sad news. And I know you didn't like bringing it to us either, Derek. But uh, really, some sad news. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, I think one of the nicest things you can say about a guy is call him a gentleman. And you know, a real gentleman has passed, and it's really some sad news. Just wanted to. Uh, convey my thoughts on the passing of events. I know I'm going to miss them. Take care, Derek. Bye. Here in the middle of our vast ocean is Atlantis, our mighty empire. The mystery of a mother empire which stretched her civilization to both sides of the Atlantic has been the fascinating subject of thousands of books and millions of words of controversy by science, literature, and even today's headlines. Suddenly, you are living thousands of years ago in a civilization even more advanced scientifically than our own. We created wonders for the good of mankind then turn them into monsters. Atlantis is the story of those who, like today, would use the marvels of science to conquer and enslave. Atlantis is also a fabulous adventure into the unknown, the story of a daring youth who risked the terror of uncharted seas for a beautiful girl. Listen to my lips, Demetrius. They too whisper. For even in those days, love wasn't too different than it is today. This, then, was Atlantis. A land of violent contrasts, amusing themselves at the expense of human agony. The terrible ordeals of fire and water. Atlantis, a world that worshipped strange gods of science. A science gone berserk in the dread house of fear. You will be a bull. Every day in every way, you will become more and more like one. A diabolical laboratory where humans were transformed into half-men, half-beasts. Atlantis, a land that harnessed the power of a volcano's fiery heart and learned to store the energy of the sun in giant crystals, then used them to create secret weapons whose disintegrating rays could destroy the rest of the world. Atlantis, a civilization that advanced too far until nature turned in cataclysmic revolt against an evil land in eye-staggering action that for bigness and excitement has never been equaled. So the news is still far too fresh, but it's finally sinking in that Vince Rotolo, the head of the B-movie cast, has died. This is Steve Sullivan, and I just wanted to call and, and say Vince was a great guy. I only knew him through working with him on his podcast, but his podcast was the one that brought me back into Monster Kid fandom and made me really love and enjoy 
this part of my life and this hobby again, and moreover got me really interested in podcasts and his unique style and vision was just inimitable. I mean, he did this amazing, crazy long podcast with very few edits, and yet week after week it was so enjoyable and right at the top of my list of things to listen to, something I savored and will always savor. And so thank you, Vince. Thank you so much for everything. I don't think I can ever tell you how much your work meant to me. And my deepest condolences to Mary Rotolo and Vince's family and Vince's other friends and his other fans. The world is a much, much poorer place without him. And the fact that we have literally hundreds and hundreds of hours of his that we can re-listen to is very, very cold comfort. We will miss him forever. So, love to Mary and all the gang out there. And we'll talk to you soon, I hope. Bye. I first heard the news when I read your Facebook post late on Wednesday night, and I was surprised at how much it saddened me. Although I never met Vince, it really feels like I've lost a close friend because I've spent hours listening to him over the last decade. One of the first episodes I heard was on the Twonky. It was one of Vince's favorites, and he would often bring it up on the show. Unfortunately, I never got around to watching it until I decided to check out some B-movies to honor his memory. As he would say, it was pretty wild stuff, and it really helped to lift my spirits. This is a movie I never would have heard of without the show, and I'm so grateful for Vince's enthusiasm and influence, which will continue on. Podcasting is still such a new medium, and it really bothers me that so much great content will be lost over the years. I sincerely hope that the archives of the B-Movie cast will be available for a long time to come and hopefully Nick and or Juan will continue the show in some capacity or maybe start something new when the time is right. I will continue to enjoy Monster Kid Radio and other podcasts in an attempt to fill the void left by his passing. Keep up the good work, Derek, and rest in peace, Vince. Sincerely, Mike D. Hi, this is Paul Scrabo, and I can assume that you have people far more articulate than I am to give their thoughts about the world of Vince Rotolo and the B-movie cast. But I, just for a second, I'm just so humbled to contribute what I can, thanks to Derek and his uh, Monster Kid Radio podcast. Uh, Vince Rotolo brought so many great people together that I would not know were it not for Vince. And we've said it before on Facebook that his lack of snark hypocrisy cynicism, talking about these films that are important to us one way or another, and about the world of those films, that they would not exist today, and they couldn't couldn't have been made. They couldn't be made today. And uh, just, uh, it's a tremendous loss for all of us. Uh, and um, they say that a man is represented not what he does for a living, but what he accomplishes. And uh Vince has accomplished so much in bringing everybody together. We knew Vince of being, well, he worked for this nuclear power plant, whatever, mysterious thing. That's great. He was a great provider, great husband. Mary was a great wife. But also that uh, Vince was just a good friend for everybody. 
and contributed so much to everybody's lives. So uh, my best to everybody, my best to uh, uh, Vince Rotolo's family, and thanks to uh, Derek for uh, making this special podcast. And um, once again, uh, I'm honored to uh, know uh, some of these people that you're talking about today on the show that I would not know, I wouldn't have the privilege to know, were it not for Vince Rotolo. So uh, thank you, sir, very much. Thank you, Derek, for doing this. And uh, thank you, Vince. And thank you, Mary, Nick, Juan, Rich Chamberlain, the whole group for everything. And uh, God bless you all. Thank you, sir. Bye. Hi, Derek and Monster Kid Radio fans and B-Movie casters. It's uh, Dave in Hertfordshire here calling in with some uh, thoughts and memories of our friend Vince. And uh, I hardly know where to start, really. I talked a bit on Facebook about the great pleasure of being invited on the show to be a guest presenter on a few occasions, and also about having the the great pleasure of meeting and hanging out with Vince and Mary uh, and Mark Morstan on uh, one of Vincent's trips to London uh, a couple of years ago, I guess. And we wandered around the uh, James Bond car exhibit that was on at the time. Um, I'm not sure if it's still there. And it was a real treat to see Vince just uh, super excited <laughs> looking at all the uh, Bond vehicles, especially anything from the Connery years. He uh, he found that particularly cool. Um, and he was just like a big kid. He was like so excited. And uh, seeing he, he and Mary uh, uh, kind of geeking out together was, was, was lovely. And I guess like, what I really wanted to say is, um, d- despite the fact that I'm a huge movie fan, uh, like movies is basically my all-consuming hobby uh, and love and interest. I don't listen to a lot of movie podcasts because the vast majority of them, and there are probably hundreds, are run by people that don't really seem to like movies, Um, and especially the kind of movies that we're all into. You know, you listen to something like How Did This Get Made, and it's just a bunch of kind of wannabe comedians with no talent, basically just riffing on something that they have no interest in and don't understand and without any real wit like in the way that something like mystery science theater you know they would have jokes and riffs and funny bits and you know sketches around the the movies and it was always done to me it seemed with great affection and then so many movie podcasts are lacking that and that's one of the things that really came through in the b-movie cast was just how much vince and the crew just loved these movies even if it's something he'd never seen before he always used to come out at the end saying yeah you definitely need this in your collection um i, I actually can't remember I, there, there must be just like a tiny handful of ones where it's like yeah don't get this but virtually everything that they uh, that they did on the show uh, would end up having to be in your collection and it's something that i think is echoed in the other podcast by people like yourself derek uh and rod from the nashi cast and um the kind of b-movie cast podcast community i suppose um is the love that comes through these movies and certainly in terms of the b-movie cast i think it's what really drew me to it and it meant that you know you, you didn't worry too much that it wasn't occasionally quite as polished as as it might have been and Vince used to pronounce things wrong a lot and all of those you know little things that could have been uh niggles but actually ended up being incredibly endearing and being part of what was great about the show and uh I, I shall really miss not being able to uh to dial in and say hi to Vince and I, I, I'm very sad that I won't get the chance to meet him again the next time he and Mary would be over here on a, on a trip um, I'll just miss him and um, 
I think we're all in the same position. So uh, love to all of you B-movie casters out there. Uh, and as Vince would say, go watch that B-movie. Cheers. I wanted to contribute in my humble way to this Vince Rotolo tribute show. Even if I never knew Mr. Rotolo personally, his voice followed me from my time working in Manchester... UK in 2007 to my return to France. The B-movie cast used to change the world one freak at a time, but this freak in particular was tuning in every week as much as he could. Boy, how I wanted to have a Mr. Rotolo as my neighbor to go visit him and discuss B-movies. He was a lot of fun all the time and kept a friendly and passionate tone to all his shows. My ears will miss events. As he used to say, I think we have a pretty good show here. Ciao, and see you up there in the heaven full of great B-movies and beautiful B-actresses. Jean from France, signing off. Hey, this is Michael Worth from Southern California. I just wanted to uh, call and contribute a few words of, about Vince to your show. Um, I actually first heard Vince uh, when he was only about three or four shows into the B-movie cast, and he was kind of just this guy by himself and <laughs> he uh was sitting in a room and talking about these um i can't remember what the film was at the time something i uh, obviously had an interest in and um and just realized that uh you know he, he wasn't some pretentious guy or you know wannabe scholar film scholar he just was off the cuff and just liked the films and just like most of us who, you know, like myself and my brother and I who really did grow up on these films as, as little kids, you know, um, in the Bay Area with, uh, you know, our friends, including August Ragoni, who was, you know, a, a friend of ours and particularly my brothers and, you know, Godzilla films and the monster films and horror films and them and Deadly Mantis. I mean... The list goes on and on. These, are, these were the films that we we loved, and you know we were literally subscribers to Famous Monsters of Filmland and Monster Times and FXRH. And I must have met Harry uh, Ray Harryhausen four or five times by the time I was fifteen years old, and so I really kind of connected to this sort of inner uh, <laughs> inner nerd that Vince was um, so happily uh, portraying on his his show. Um. And, um, and I just thought it was great. I, um, you know, years later, you know, he and I, you know, had to develop this friendship over, you know, online. And, you know, we luckily got a chance just last month to do a, uh, a podcast together with Nick on the, um, Bruce Lee exploitation films. I mean, I don't know if it, it got, it was aired yet, but it was just really nice because we've been talking about it for so long. And uh, <clears throat> had a chance to do that. And just the other day, I was um, looking on Facebook and I'd seen something he had commented on like last week. And just for that second, and I, I know we do this sometimes when we care about somebody and they've, they've passed and we have this moment where we think to ourselves, uh, it was all a mistake because look, he commented on something on Facebook. And it actually led me to realize something about Vince, which is that this genre and this this culture and all the extensions of it that he he um, he was so much a fan of and loved so much and was so intrigued by, he is actually now a part of. And 
in the sense that this podcasting is in its infancy and and uh obviously it's the sort of modern day you know creature features or the ghoul or you know i was a chili willy or whatever <laughs> chili billy i can't remember his 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 guy is when he was a young but uh you know 10 years from now that you know we're going to look back on these times and see that he was a you know a pioneer in this in this um arena and i just think that's great and that's and that's fitting and it's the fact that he was such a nice guy and and has touched so many of you and uh and his lovely 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 mary um and nick of course uh that trio of people that um and eventually with juan and everybody else and just it's a, it's a great thing we all have and uh i just wanted to say um just say that and, and be able to um uh reach out and just say we miss him thrill to the awe and mystery of the hidden world the outer limits the whole town must be utterly destroyed an example must be made of the 1951 Down Place homepage, regular listener to Monster Kid Radio, and occasional feedbacker from New Zealand. Although my acquaintance with the B-Movie cast is extremely recent compared to the many others you will no doubt hear from, I hope the fact that I am writing conveys what an instant impact Vince made on me. I only began listening to Vince and the B-Movie cast this year, but this terrible news has me holding back tears, and I've certainly never been much of a weeper. With Vince, Mary, Nick, and Juan, I felt as if I'd managed to make new friends who I'd never met, but still laughed along with and sought out the movies they discussed. Gentle, soft-spoken Vince was a delight to listen to. I've heard too many podcast hosts who posture, perform, even shout, but Vince Rotolo seemed to be simply a modest and relatable man who only wanted to share his enthusiasm with us all. I was hooked on the B-movie cast from the first listen. My deepest and respectful sympathies go to Mary and Vince's family and everyone who knew this clearly very special and generous man. Alistair H. Hello, Derek and everyone else out there that is celebrating the life of Vince Rotolo of the B-Movie cast. This is Court Psyops from Cinema Psyops. The first podcast I ever listened to was the B-Movie cast. I eagerly awaited Vince Rotolo's latest episode every Sunday from the time that I discovered it at around episode 100. When I first thought about podcasting myself several years ago, I contacted Vince via email from like the feedback line for B-Movie cast and basically just asked him 
what it was that he used to achieve the sound that he got for receiving calls and basically what his setup was uh, for recording the cast because I really liked the way that his podcast sounded. He responded by giving me his cell phone number and telling me to give him a call so that we could discuss things so he could give me a pretty in-depth discussion about how to do podcasting and what his setup is for his equipment. I mustered up the courage a few days later after emailing him to find out what a good time frame to call him in would be so that I wasn't calling too early or too late. And when I finally called him a few days later, we talked for about two to two and a half hours, probably even more. In that time, he gave me a crash course on podcasting pretty much from the ground up. I took notes for everything that he said. He just basically went through as much stuff as quickly as he could to kind of save some time and and help me, but at the same time, not too quickly to make sure that I understood him and everything that he was telling me made sense. And once we were done discussing how to do the podcasting and everything, uh, he obviously asked me where I had heard from the B-Movie cast or how I had found his podcast. And pretty much like everybody else, I just did a search for B-Movies through the iTunes store. And that's how I located. And I told him that. And we spent a good portion of time talking about just a general love of movies. And he told me that I should come to the Monster Bash so that he could meet me and uh, was really, really friendly and accepting. We swapped stories of watching scary movies when we were kids and what movie actually turned us into a B-movie fan. Uh, We talked about Chili Billy Cardilly when he found out that I was originally from Pennsylvania as well and uh, Night of the Living Dead and (laughs) George Romero movies. Um, Evan City Cemetery, everything. It was an amazing conversation. After we were off the phone, the following three days, I started receiving emails from Vince uh, filled with links on how to podcast from all sorts of different sites, including uh, a guy that had helped him get his stuff set up whenever he was trying to learn how to improve his sound and what he needed to do for the feeds and everything like that. And uh, he continued to offer me that kind of help and that advice, even though several years later, I was uh, I, I didn't actually do a podcast until that time. So it took me a while before I actually got one started. And um, I definitely credit both Geek Chat Army and Cinema PsyOps to the help that I received from Vince and also the love of several of the older films that are available now to the help from Vince as well. So he's uh, shaped my life as I'm sure he has everyone else and he will be missed. I want to thank you for putting together this tribute. This is Paul Curtis near Danbury, Connecticut. I started listening to B-MovieCast in 2011 when I was taking the train to visit my best friend Lisa Felix, a comic artist in Hoboken, every month. The gentle, enthusiastic affection for B-films always gave me some new topics to discuss with Lisa, who didn't get out much but was always excited by genre films she hadn't seen yet. Later on, when I was traveling to Hoboken to make funeral arrangements for the same friend, The B-Movie Cast podcasts made me feel as if I was surrounded by comforting relatives and that everything is okay. I cannot express the sense of wholesomeness that Vince conveyed hosting the weekly conversation. He gave sense and meaning to existence by never addressing sense and meaning of existence. Vince's work gave meaning and value and comfort to experiences that might be simply dismissed by other individuals and thereby he added to the wealth of the world. Thank you, Vince. Famous Monsters of Hollywood magazine names it Shock Award winner The Monster of Piedras Blancas The Monster of Piedras Blancas The world's most shocking monster stalks its unsuspecting prey feasts its eyes on the next victim to writhe in its slimy arms 
the screen's most nightmarish beast. A claw-fingered, scaly-skinned, half-human crustacean turning a lonely lighthouse village into a frenzied bedlam of blood-curdling horror. Never have you known such cringing terror, such... drawn by love to the forbidden cove of the sea monster, then trapped in a torment of unendurable suspense. In the screen monsterama of a thousand incredible... See the movie named the most brain-paralyzing shock story of them all, The Monster of Piedras Blancas. Hi. Never felt the need to contribute to many of the wonderful podcasts I listen to, but the terrible news about Vince has made me want to say something. Have been listening to the B-Movie cast for about three years and felt I got to know a whole community of caring, funny people who had respect and time for each other. From discussions about Scott Walker to Spaghetti Westerns, the B-Movie cast was fun and insightful with Vince's relaxed and warm delivery. It brightened up my Monday commute. Not ashamed to say I cried a little listening to your podcast today and will truly miss the wonderful Vince and his enthusiasm and dedication to everything B. My sincere condolences to Mary and Vince's close friends, in particular Nick and Juan. Another rotten day in a rotten year for losing so many talented people, but none of them have made me feel so directly affected by as the loss of Mr. Rotolo. God bless Vince. We will miss you. Christine from across the sea in the UK. Hello, everyone. This is Richard, the Monster Movie Kid. Or as I was known back in 2006, Richard from Wichita. That was the year that I met Vince Rotolo. When he launched the B-Movie Cast podcast, I was there, right from episode one. And it was such a different show than it is now. It was, I think, less than half an hour in length. Vince was a little uncomfortable on the microphone. And there was a charm that came through it all that told me, come back next week. And I was. I was there the very next week, and the week after, and the week after, and for 10 years I have listened to the B-Movie cast. And although I have never met Vince Rotolo face-to-face, he was a very dear friend of mine. I was there as Vince and the show grew with the addition of Nick Brown, and then the addition of his wife Mary, and then Juan, and as the cast of characters grew and the family grew in size... It became a community. Uh, It became a family. And Vince was gracious enough for all those years to play my voicemails and then so many others. And the voicemails almost overtook the show. And I think that's a testament to the wonderful work that Vince was doing. I was lucky enough to be on the show several times as a guest And I owe so much to Vince. The Beast from the Beginning of Time was recognized on the B-Movie cast because of Vince. And it was put online for the first time for people to watch. It was the B-Movie cast 
that allowed me to be introduced to Nick Brown. And because of that, there was an offer made to write an article for his website, Be Movie Man. And after writing two articles, I was inspired to launch Monster Movie Kid. Monster Movie Kid wouldn't exist today without Vince Rotolo. My podcast reviews for the Dread Media podcast wouldn't be possible without the encouragement I got from Vince Rotolo. I've had a lot of loss this year, and the B-Movie cast was going to be one of those things that was going to help me get through the weeks and months ahead, and now it's not going to be there. I had attempted to put together a voicemail for Vince just a couple of days ago, thanking him and Mary and Nick and Juan and, and Steve Sullivan and everyone for everything they have done to support me over the last month and a half, for the moment of silence that Vince gave on his show for my wife, Jerry. It meant so much to me and my family. And I couldn't compose the voicemail. I just, I couldn't get the words right. And so I said, I'll do it in a couple of days. And now there's not going to be another episode. And Vince is never going to hear those words. And it just strengthens a mantra that I have been infusing into my life over the last several weeks, and that is to live for today. Do not put off things until tomorrow because you just never know. Mary, I know, is is the focal point of so many prayers and warm thoughts and condolences right now. And I don't know if Mary will ever hear this or not, but Mary, my thoughts are with you. My prayers are with you. I know all too well what you are going through right now. I just want to thank you, Vince. I know you're hearing this now. I want to thank you for everything you've done for the last 10 years for the podcast community, for films, and for everyone that you knew in real life and in this virtual life that we call podcasting. Thank you from the bottom of my heart in more ways than you know. I hope that we can come together as a community and do something to truly commemorate one of the pioneers of podcasting. Vince Rotolo deserves some type of recognition, and I hope that we can come together and do something for him. I will miss you, Vince. Take care, my friend. I was going to call in and share my thoughts on our dear friend and fellow monster kid, Vince Rotolo, but to be honest, I would have been too choked up during the recording. And to be honest, it's still difficult to register and has become even more of a reality to me now that a Sunday has come and went without a new B-Movie cast episode. I first stumbled across Vince and the B-Movie cast in 2006 with episode 3, Brother from Another Planet. I had just received an iPod and had stumbled across it on Google. The B-Movie cast was the first podcast I ever listened to, and right from the beginning, I was hooked. As I kept listening, it was exciting to see the podcast grow, and with each episode, you could tell Vince was honing his craft, because the show kept getting better and better. 
I worked at Stadium Video in Tacoma, Washington at the time, and if I didn't own something that Vince was reviewing or watching, I would just rent it. It became a thing to where I would recommend the podcast weekly to customers and revolve my whole week around it. Soon thereafter, Nick Brown would join the podcast as his co-host along with Vince's wife, Mary, and Juan from the Creepy Swamps. The show at that point couldn't get any better, in my opinion. They all felt like the family I never had but always wanted. I then went from corresponding with Vince to forming a friendship. I thought, and still think, that I couldn't have been luckier. When my wife was pregnant, the B-movie cast was one of the only things we would listen to together, so you could even say my son was raised on Vince's voice. Much to my surprise, Vince even announced his birth on an episode and posted his picture on the B-movie cast website. I couldn't have been prouder. I always told myself and my wife that one day I'd meet Vince and Mary in person at the Monster Bash convention so that I could give Vince a hug and thank him for all he has done for me. It was a dream that I was determined to make a reality. Unfortunately, it looks like I lost my chance. However, what Vince has left to myself and everyone else is 374 episodes that we can all revisit. He will always be a friend to all of us, and wherever he is, I hope he's enjoying a B-movie, finishing up those Dark Shadows episodes he always spoke about with a TV dinner on his lap and a beer in hand. Thank you, Vince, for all the memories and for being my friend. I love you, brother. On that note, end of transmission. Justin Giallo Inhuman. Inhuman. It would be inhuman to deprive the world of his genius. With your knowledge of automation, you can help him to live again. Fantastic are the implications of this story today as men delve ever closer to the secrets of eternity. This story of a human mind and emotions encased in a steel colossus without a soul. That isn't just an abstract intellect. It's a brain that remembers and feels and suffers. Do you think for one minute he can continue to exist when he's been deprived of everything he's ever known or loved? Impelled by an overwhelming lust for revenge against the world that remade him in this inhuman mold. Unchecked by any barrier of man or nature. Running wild in a terrifying orgy of destruction. I want to thank everybody who wrote in and called in. I think I got everything in. If there was an email that slipped through or a voicemail I didn't catch, I hope you understand. I, I did my absolute best to catch everything, but this is a pretty heavy episode, so I, I hope you can cut me a little bit of slack. Anyway, I wanted to take a moment to talk a little bit about what Vince meant to me before we wrap up. There have been a number of tributes popping up all over the internet and Potosphere commemorating Vince Rotolo. Blogs, videos, other podcasts – even an article over at Cinema Retro where Mark Mostyn referred to Vince as the Prince of Podcasting. That's where I got that. People on Facebook are changing their profile image to either a picture of Vince himself or to some version of the B-Movie Cast logo, which 
I have to admit, has been pretty surreal every time somebody posts something on Facebook and I see that little stylized record image on my timeline. That said, it's not like I'll need a reminder of what the B-MovieCast was or what Vince meant to me. I'll be carrying that little B-MovieCast logo around with me for a long time. I started podcasting back in 2008, and by then, Vince already started the B-MovieCast and had around 25 episodes or so under his belt. I was a podcast listener before I was a podcast producer, so I was already aware of the B-MovieCast when I got started. I quickly became a fan of his show, and as the show grew, my appreciation for it grew as well. It quickly became one of my favorite podcasts, and I was eager to interact with Vince and the gang. When I was asked to be a guest on the B-MovieCast, I was honored and nervous. I mean, I kind of sort of knew Vince through listening to the show or the occasional swapped email, but... I didn't know how it was going to go. I remember studying the film we were going to cover. It was I Walked with a Zombie. Watching it with my cats in the other room as not to disturb my wife and eventually calling into the show on a Sunday morning to record with Vince. It was a lot of fun. And I was eager to do it again and again. And Vince did bring me back as a guest, sometimes to just join the crew and sometimes to fill in for someone. And I was thrilled to do it every time. Chatting with Vince and company about movies was such a different experience compared to what I did or do on any of my podcasts. So to be invited to the clubhouse like that was an honor. Now, Vince name dropped my podcast as one he listened to in some early interviews that he did. And I always appreciated that. We occasionally chatted about podcasting and I quickly came to think of Vince as a friend and even a mentor. His love for these B movies was oh so obvious and outmatched pretty much anyone else I knew. I mean, I love these classic and not-so-classic monster movies, but Vince was a bona fide devotee. Even a movie with the worst special effects, the most wooden acting, something obviously directed by a fertilizer salesman, he'd just laugh along and enjoy himself as he discussed the movie with whoever happened to be on the show that week. In 2014, my wife and I and our friends Scott and Tracy Morris went to Monster Bash, and after years of listening to Vince talk about how much fun the bash was, I wanted to make sure I met up with him and his wife, Mary. And it happened almost as soon as we got there. We were walking into the hotel to check into registration the night before, and there, walking ahead of us, was Vince and Mary. I recognized Vince from his photos on Facebook. Now, they didn't see us right away, so I said rather loudly to whoever was listening, Hey, I wonder what that Vince Rotolo looks like in person. He and Mary spun around, smiles and hugs were exchanged, and the batch was off to a great start. Now, I appreciated that Vince treated me as an equal when it came to podcasting. He'd ask me for advice, and I typically felt inadequate answering his questions. I mean, Vince was Vince. Somehow he turned his unassuming voice and passionate love for all things B-movie into a podcast claiming listeners and contributors from around the world. And he was asking me what I thought he should do when he got a negative review. I told him then, and I'll tell anyone who cares to listen now, he had nothing to worry about. I actually would probably lay part of the reason or blame for creating Monster Kid Radio on Vince and the B-Movie cast. Before I found his show, I loved the Universal Classics and such, but hearing him discuss these films with such love and admiration helped to nudge me toward wanting to really dive into these kinds of movies with my own show. Now, Vince's passing took us all by surprise and brought into sharp focus for me that there are just too many opportunities that can be missed if we wait. I knew Vince was a big fan of John Agar's films, and I wanted to be more involved with the B-Movie cast, so at one point I actually pitched him the idea of my doing a segment for his show all about John Agar movies. I was going to call it Look Back in Agar, 
and Vince loved the name. I even got the dead Elvi to give me the okay to use their song, John Agar Rules. Unfortunately, I just never got it together enough to make that happen. And if I look at my various Google Docs, I have a handful of unfinished scripts and pieces for other segments or even full-blown episodes of the B-Movie cast that I was going to either produce or co-produce to help with the show's yearly nuclear blackout. Someone remind me to tell you later about the B-Movie cast takeover episode that Scott Morris and I were planning to do at some point. We were even going to rope in Rich Chamberlain for that one. Yes. I recognize the irony in asking you to remind me to tell you about something later when a point I'm trying to make is that a lesson I'm trying to take away from all of this is that I shouldn't wait. I shouldn't let things sit. If I want to see something happen, I just need to do it. Now, in 2009, the website The Movie Waffle interviewed Vince, and when asked if he had any advice for wannabe podcasters, he said, like Nike says, just do it. And in 2014, when I interviewed him for my Monster Kids with Microphones article for Scary Monsters Magazine, he pretty much said the exact same thing. I'm going to regret not getting with Vince and having him on Monster Kid Radio. But to be fair, I did try to ambush him with my portable recorder at Monster Bash, but it just never worked out. He and I even picked out a movie to talk about, The Colossus of New York. But I just never made the calendar work for us to make that happen. And I'm forever sorry for that. The B-Movie Cast community embraced me in what I do, and I hope I've given back at least a little bit to the B-Movie Cast community. Uh, so many of you have become real friends because of the show, and of course, I've discovered some fantastic movies along the way. Last year, the B-Movie Cast covered a 1973 TV movie called Baffled, starring Leonard Nimoy. I ended up tracking down the movie, and I loved it. I loved it so much. I actually went onto eBay and started looking up memorabilia from the film, see if I could find anything at all. And it turns out the movie had a brief theatrical run in Australia, and there was an Australian Daybill movie poster for sale. I bid on it. I won it. I now have that Daybill poster. I love it. When I told Vince about my buying that poster, he responded, oh, so you're the one. No, Vince, you're the one. I don't know if it was easy as you made it look, but you managed to apparently effortlessly build a community around your podcast and these movies. And many of us built relationships with each other that transcended those films because of what you did. And that, my friend, is what I will view as your legacy. The podcast was golden. The show was solid, entertaining, and even educational. But the B-MovieCast community, the B-MovieCast family, we're going to be around for quite some time. Thanks to you. Now, I know this is an especially hard time for Nick, Fiona, Juan, and especially Mary. When this episode goes out, they'll be in Pennsylvania for Vince's funeral. I know I'll be thinking about them off and on throughout the day. And while I don't think any of them will actually hear this anytime soon, if at all, I hope they all know. I hope you all know that I view all of you in the highest regards. And if there's anything, anything that I can do, please let me know. Please let us all know there's enough of us in the community that I'm sure we can pretty much make anything happen for Mary, Nick, Fiona, or Juan. I have other memories and remembrances and stories to tell about Vince, most of them having to do with podcasting, but I feel this episode may have gone on a bit too long for Vince's tastes. Uh, he wasn't someone to crave a lot of attention and was incredibly humble 
And besides, he used to tell me that he couldn't listen to my old podcast, Mail Order Zombie, as much as he'd like to because it was just getting to be too long, sometimes running two and a half to three hours an episode. Ha, 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 Vince. I always thought about ribbing him about how long his own B-movie cast ended up getting after a while. I mean, his episodes would run longer than mine ever did, and I never got bored. I never did tease him about that, and now I'll never get that chance. I will have plenty of chances, though, to remember Vince, and I'll certainly take every opportunity I can. Thank you, Vince, for everything, for your podcast, for your dedication to the fandom, for your willingness to show us all how to just sit back and enjoy a movie for its own merits. Like John Agar, you rule. And uh, don't tell Nick, but whenever the two of you bantered back and forth about Mystery Science Theater 3000, I always sided with you. We love you, Vince. Take care. Ciao. One f-
guys, that wraps up another episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. I'd like to take the time to thank all you for downloading and listening. We appreciate that. Have a great week, and don't forget, take some time to watch some B-movies. Ciao. We interrupt our normal program to cooperate in security and civil defense measures as requested by the United States government. This is a Conrad radio alert. Normal broadcasting will now be discontinued for an indefinite period. Civil defense information will be broadcast from time to time on 640 kilocycles or 1240 kilocycles on your AM radio receiver. I repeat, this is a Conrad radio alert. Normal broadcasting will now be discontinued for an indefinite period. Civil defense information will be broadcast from time to time on 640 kilocycles or 1240 kilocycles on your AM radio receiver. This station will now leave the air. Transmission 